What is the Rebbe's view on life insurance? Well, you don't need me to tell you this because there's an entire Sikh on life insurance which the Rebbe spoke about Yud Beis Tammuz Tov Shin Yud Aleph the first Yud Beis Tammuz of the Rebbe's Nesiyas and it's, it's quite interesting to listen to it's almost comical um, because the Rebbe described it like this a person comes over to you and he says to you I'm your friend and I love you and I really care about you and I want the best for you. <laughs> and then he tells you, but I want you to know you're going to die. In other words, Yashikoyach, thank you for the Basuda Tev. Because he has to get to sell you the life insurance. So the Rebbe presented the irony of life insurance. That in order to live, you have to anticipate what's going to happen. Chas v'sholem, when there's going to be hei pechachayim. And uh, when the Rebbe discussed it, he, he connected it to the Gemara. That the Gemara says, Maskirun Misa, that when a person is having difficulty with the Yetzir Hara, so there's different Yetzir, based on Mashchela, based on Medrash, Im Evan, who that Nisneses, and if he's Batras, will be Nimuach, and so on. And when all else fails, the Gemara says, Maskirun Misa, a person's Yetzir Hara is getting the better from him, he should think about death as a way of being rated himself to Tshuva, to control the Yetzir Hara. Um, in that Sikha, the impression that you get, and I'm sure there's letters that the Rebbe understands the place of life insurance. It's just that life insurance is not a way of life. It's one of the things that we do. Um, in other words, if, if the question is being asked from a point of view of Ashgach HaPratis, buying life insurance, the Rebbe doesn't see it as a heipach of in the goodness of HaKadosh Baruch It's a practical thing that we do. But in as much as things like that are concerned, the key is Nishtikach HaZachandem. A person's life is not determined by his life insurance. In other words, if a person is in such a state of worry that the only thing that gives him peace is insurance, then he's not living. You have the insurance as an insurance. Something unforeseen and unforetold. But the life of a person cannot be lived with the sentiment that the life insurance is giving him protection. Because that's, it's not healthy for a person to live in fear. And um, life insurance is predicated on fear. So you have the, all insurance is predicated on fear. You have the insurance. But if the insurance becomes the definition of our security, then something basically wrong with us. I think that's a, a good way to explain the Rebbe's position on life insurance. I'm just going to finish this with a little mice. Um, um, there was a Yid who told a story about himself. His name was Shalom Feldman. He was a, he was a big chassid. Um, and he was a cousin of my father's, Zayn Tzolayn he, he He was in 770 for many years in the 1950s in the Tafshin Yuds. And he came to the Rebbe with a question. Someone had asked him a question. This was Kvar Chabad from 60 years ago. And the question was that they could have lived at the bottom of a hill, which is where all of their Nash were living. But the air wasn't so fresh. And they could have lived on the top of the hill, which was further away from everybody else. The air was fresher. They'd be a little bit more isolated. And they were a little concerned of being alone for all kinds of reasons and so forth. So the Rebbe, so he came at the Yechidus to ask for a relative of his this question. And he tells the story after he passed away, Rabbi Sholem Feldman passed away. His children published a kuntris of his uh, inyonim, about 100 pages. And, and I'm sure there's a lot more and I look forward to reading it in a good show. Um, this is a solicitation, even though the people who produced that probably are not going to see this. 
that he went into the Rebbe and he said to the Rebbe that he's asking on behalf of somebody whether they should live in a safer place or in a cleaner place. So the Rebbe said it doesn't make any difference. In other words, they're equally safe. But some people are warriors. And when a person is a warrior, it's very, very difficult to overcome that worry. So when the Rebbe gave him this answer, he felt like he didn't, he didn't have clarity. <laughs> the Rebbe did not answer his question. He asked you to live in the bottom of the hill, top of the hill. And the Rebbe said it doesn't make a difference, but some people are. So he asked again. And the Rebbe told him again. For example, I, the Rebbe said, I'm not a frightened person. I'm a man who lives in fear. But some people have fears. And because of the fears that they have, there's some things which are simply, they're inhibited. They can't do them. And he still didn't understand what the Rebbe was telling him. So he asked a third time. And this time the Rebbe said, Sholem, What can I tell you? That's just the way it is. Now, the way I understood the Vort, what the Rebbe was saying is, it's much better to live in the fresher air. But the person who's asking that question is afraid to. And it doesn't make a difference how many times you're going to ask. They can't do it. It's beyond their ability. And I think that's the Rebbe's position of life insurance. You have to have life insurance, but you can't live in fear. And you have to live in trust. In other words, you don't have life insurance because life insurance is going to protect you. You have life insurance because you have life insurance. But life is lived in trust in HaKadosh Baruch I think that's a fair way to answer this question. Thank you.